I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to to guide us, to challenge us, to grow in our relationship with Jesus, in our relationship with one another. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this Thursday of the seventh week of Easter. And we begin with Psalm 16, verse 1 to 2, and 5, 7 to 8, 9 to 10, 11. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Together, keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you. O Lord, my allotted portion in my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body, too, abides in confidence, because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Together, Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Our reading for today is taken from John chapter 17, verse 20 to 26. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you loved them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. Today, Jesus continues his prayer for his disciples. And there's one part of this prayer that hit me like a ton of bricks. Listen so that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us. And as Jesus was praying, there were times when the disciples were at odds with one another. 
Jesus saw their conflicts at times. And I think of the time two of his disciples, James and John, approached Jesus, asking him to, to do for them whatever they asked. Jesus replies, what do you want me to do for you? And it is James and John's answer that brings about conflict in the team of 12 disciples. They said, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. In other words, we would like a place of prominence and leadership in your future glorious kingdom, Jesus. On another occasion, all of the disciples had been arguing about who was the greatest. Is it Peter? Is it John? Who is the greatest? When Jesus walked with his disciples, he dealt with that situation head on, and he, he redirected his disciples back to the mission, back focusing to what is most important, what we need to do, and, and that's God's desire for us as well. Deal with any outstanding conflict and focus upon the mission, what we're about. So you can see how Jesus is concerned that they're able to deal with conflict and stay connected. I, I think of that song, united we stand, divided we fall. Jesus makes clear that a united group of people with one purpose is simply unstoppable. Nothing is impossible when there is oneness. You know, in Matthew's gospel, chapter 12, verse 25, we read, every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and no town or house divided against itself will stand. In other words, united we stand, divided we fall. Unity makes all things possible, but disunity ensures nothing but ruin. As Catholics, my friends, we need to promote oneness. We need to promote um, unity. I feel it's a characteristic that all of us need to work on. How do we do that? Well, we need to start pursuing the same goals. That means we need to move toward a relationship with Jesus. We need to, to be on mission, to embrace his teachings and values. We need to all be responsive to the needs of others. And that literally means that we should see every person as our brother, as our sister. Being responsive, you know, that calls for compassion. Being sensitive and, and really caring for others. We need to encourage one another and lift each other up. We don't do that enough. To be one means to love God with your whole heart and soul. To be one means to love your neighbor as yourself. To be one means to love your enemy. Now, let's not be naive. Unity does not mean total agreement. There has never been a time in our history where everyone agreed on something. Jesus does not pray that our differences would be eliminated. Instead, he prays for our oneness. He prays that we would be one as he and the Father are one so that our oneness would be the revelation of God's presence to the world. Oneness in the midst of difference, it really becomes a, a sacramental presence of God's life in the world. 
part of the problem I feel is, is that we are so focused on, on our disagreements that we do not grasp the importance of coming together or what it means to, to be one. Unity is more about the mission. Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And I believe it's our differences that can help to make the church stronger. Unity, however, means to have a, a, a spirit of cooperation, charity, a willingness to work toward the same goals, cooperating with one another. A spirit of charity is that willingness to share Christ's love with one another as we all follow God together, all one in our God. Jesus longs for you and me to be one with him and with God, just as he longed for his disciples to experience this loving unity, the willingness to forgive someone who has wronged you. You know, that hinders unity. When we are jealous of others and, and what God does in their lives and how God uses them, my friends, that hinders unity. When you focus only on yourself, that hinders unity. And you know what's interesting? The more we work on our oneness, the less, the less we find ourselves in so much conflict. And so my friends, let us do our part to be one. Jesus really does not want us to, to stray for him. We want to stay together, not to stray from him. St. Paul in his letter to the Ephesians chapter 14, verse 2 says, For he is our peace, he who made both one and broke down the dividing wall of enmity through his flesh. He is our peace. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.